if you are in business, most likely you already received a no from a client. I know that receiving a no can leave one lost. But while we cannot control our clients' reactions, there are ways we can improve our position to avoid getting a no. So stay tuned and find out how. Welcome to the 45th episode of Legally Fluent Podcast, a series that equips you with the legal knowledge that you need to protect and grow your online coaching, expert, or service-based business. I'm here to break down intimidating legal concepts into simple, actionable steps that you can implement today. From behind-the-scenes secrets of successful online businesses to tried-and-true legal strategies, I've got you covered. And it doesn't matter if you're just starting out or you are a seasoned entrepreneur. If you want to know a simple and proven path to flexibility, freedom, and creating more impact, you are in the right place. I am your mentor and host, Benaberga Danimar, an onlinepreneur legal strategist, co-CEO of the Danimar household, a lawyer and like you, an online business owner. So let's imagine that you are in a client sales call. You were absolutely ready. You felt you can absolutely close the client. And then you started imagining what you will do with the money. But after that, the client says no, or that she says she's not ready for your services. Even an experienced business owner can really feel lost or dumbfounded. It can hurt the ego. I always tell my clients and my students, you really cannot control if your own prospect says no to you. But you need to know why so that you can improve or at least avoid whatever that is that made your prospects say no. And today, my preppies, I will list down the common reasons why prospects say no. Look at your business if you're committing these mistakes. So let's start with reason number one, lack of clarity. Have you ever been to a thrift store and felt overwhelmed by the sheer number of items on display? You can find everything from stationery to cooking utensils. But would you ever buy a premium item from there? I mean, who knows where it's been or how many hands it passed on, right? The same principle applies to your business. If your potential clients are not clear on what you offer, they may not feel confident in making a purchase. It's like trying to sell a premium item in a thrift store. Even if your service is top-notch, if your messaging is not clear, your potential clients may not feel comfortable investing in it. So what can you do to combat this lack of clarity? First, make sure that your messaging is crystal clear. You want to be able to explain your service in a way that is easy to understand and gets your potential client excited. Second is be concise. You don't want to bore your clients with long explanations. And lastly, communicate the unique value that you bring to the table and share concrete examples and success stories to illustrate how you've helped others achieve results. By doing all of these things, you can avoid making your potential clients feel like they're in a thrift store trying to navigate through all the items without any clear idea of what's the value that they're getting. 
Now, let's move to reason number two. Fear of the unknown. Now, let's say you are in your favorite store, not in a thrift store anymore. And you come across a mystery box of, say, 10 francs. You're curious. You like the store. But you are also a bit hesitant. After all, what's inside that mystery box? You ask the seller what's in the box, but they can't give you a clear answer. It's part of the fun, they say. But just like with the mystery box, a client may be hesitant to invest in something that they don't fully understand or can't picture the outcome. So as coaches and consultants, it is our job to combat this fear of the unknown by being very transparent and clear about our process and what clients can expect. Think of it this way. Would you spend your 10 francs on a mystery box if you knew it contained something that you really needed or wanted? Of course you would. But if you're not sure what's inside, you might hesitate. The same goes for potential clients. By providing clarity, sharing testimonials, and offering free discovery calls, for example, you can help them get a better idea of what they'll be getting out of working with you. And just like a money-back guarantee with a mystery box, offering a satisfaction guarantee for your services can give clients added peace of mind and alleviate any fears that may have about making a bad investment. You can reduce the unknown, and this can help your potential clients feel more confident in saying yes to your services. So, avoid that mystery box altogether. Are you ready for reason number three? Lack of trust. Imagine you're at a restaurant and you're trying to decide what to order. You see a dish on the menu that sounds delicious, but you've never tried it before. So, you ask the waiter for... A recommendation, but they hesitate and give you a vague answer. Suddenly, your confidence in that restaurant starts to plummet. You start to wonder if you should go with something more familiar, even if it's not exciting. This is similar to the lack of trust that some potential clients may have in our services. They may be hesitant to invest in our services if they're not so sure that they can trust us or that we can deliver what we promised. Maybe they had a bad experience in the past with another coach who overpromised or underdelivered, or maybe they heard stories of scams or fraud in the industry, and of course they will be understandably cautious. So to combat this, you need to build trust with your potential clients. Make sure that your website and social media profiles are professional and up to date. Share testimonials from satisfied clients to show that. You have a track record of success. Consider offering discovery calls or free consultations or even a trial period to give them a chance to see what you can do. For myself, I often do workshops and webinars because I want my students to see firsthand how I teach. Now, the most important thing here is to be honest and transparent about your process and what they can expect. It is also very important to remember that trust is actually a two-way street. Just like you need to earn their trust, they need to be willing to trust you as well. Be respectful of their time, resources, and don't make promises that you cannot keep. Now, let me share with you a pet peeve that I have. Before I actually buy or consider using the services of any business owner, 
I look at their website, I look at their terms and their privacy policies. Do they even have one? You see, I'm quite careful about my personal information and you should too. And the only way that I can really fully trust a business owner about my personal information and my personal data is if they have a valid privacy policy. If I don't see a privacy policy or if I see a bogus one, I wouldn't even trust that business. Why? Because they're acting not as a trustworthy business. Let's say you are clear, you are trustworthy, and still you receive a no. There could be another reason why. Have you ever put off buying something until the last minute only to realize that it's now too late? Maybe it's a concert ticket or a flight and you thought you had plenty of time to make the purchase. But before you know it, the event has sold out or the prices have skyrocketed and you're left kicking yourself for not acting sooner. So this is the same lack of urgency that potential clients may have when considering your services. They may be interested in working with you, but they don't feel a pressing need to make a decision right away. They think they can wait until a later time to invest in themselves or in their business. Now to combat this, it's important to create a sense of urgency and to show them the benefits of taking an action now. Offer limited time discounts or bonuses for signing up within a certain time frame. Highlight the potential consequences of waiting too long such as missed opportunities or lost revenue. Now, I have a confession to make. When I was starting Legally Shikan, I actually offered one premium service for a very low fee. And still, I got a no. And one reason why is that my prospects didn't feel any sense of urgency. Now, the premium service, which only costed 150 francs before, skyrocketed to 650 because... I know the value of the service. I feel bad when some prospects that contacted me before gets the shock of their life knowing that they missed out on the opportunity. I actually blame myself a little for not pushing harder. But on the other hand, I know the value of my offer so I won't really roll it back to the previous prices. Lesson here is, if you really love your prospects, if you want them to have the transformation that you're offering, push them, inject urgency. Now, the last reason is not really a surprise. Not acting like a professional can really lead to a no. It is a very significant barrier to making a sale. So don't be late for meetings, follow up promptly, and for the love of everything that is legally fluent, have a contract, please. Remember that presenting yourself as a professional shows that you take your business and your clients seriously. It builds trust and helps potential clients feel confident in choosing you as their coach or their consultant. Well, there you have it. The top five reasons why your clients might say no to your services. Remember, it's not always about getting a yes from a client, but rather understanding why a no may happen and taking actionable steps to improve. Whether it's by being transparent about your process, building trust through testimonials and referrals, or simply having a professional in clear contract in place, there are many ways to improve your chances of success. Again, you can start by making sure that you have the proper contracts and proper policies in place. It shows you are a genuine business, it shows that you can be trusted, and you are a professional. Keep in mind that building a business 
takes time and effort. But with persistence and willingness to learn and adapt, you can overcome any obstacle and achieve your goals. So don't be discouraged by a few no's. Instead, focus on improving your approach and providing the best possible service to your clients. Thank you for listening. And if you found value in this episode, please reach out to me on social media or leave a review. Your feedback means the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe for more episodes like this. My goal in creating this podcast is to provide you with the necessary legal and entrepreneurial guidance and support to confidently run and scale your coaching, expert, or online business. It's not just about having a thriving business. It's also about having the peace of mind and security that comes with knowing that you're legally protected and compliant. So if you're ready to leave insecurity and fear behind and take your business to new heights, be sure to follow Legally Fluent Podcast and our social media account, Legally She Can. Together, we'll navigate the legal landscape and set you up for long-term success. Join me next week for episode 46 of this series. Until then, my preppy friend, take care, keep striving for your goals, and stay legally fluent.